0: It's Monday, August 28th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The great disconnect. Small business optimism rises. Labor confidence declines. The tech sector's talent crisis, unfilled jobs, overworked staff, and missed opportunities. And the VDP program saves the U.S. federal government over $4 million a year. This is the business of tech. While there is a minor rise in optimism among small businesses, the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index remains below the 49-year average for the 19th consecutive month, increasing by 0.9 points to 91.9. Hiring is a prominent issue, with 42% of owners reporting job openings that were hard to fill and 92% of those hiring or attempting to hire finding few or no qualified applicants. Despite investments in growth and infrastructure, nominal sales reported by a net negative 13% of all owners indicates underlying challenges in revenue generation. A recent C-suite poll by PwC suggests that organizations are feeling more confident about the economy as they prioritize technology investment, including generative AI. Only 17% of the business leaders the consultancy polled strongly agree that there will be a recession in the next six months. That compares with 35% of respondents expecting a recession in PwC's October 2022 Pulse survey. A new Fed survey shows that Americans are less confident in the labor market, with fewer people seeking new jobs and less inclination to job hop. The likelihood of respondents switching to a new employer is dropping. Still, wage demands are rising, with the average expected annual salary of job offers in the next four months jumping to 67,416 from 60,310 in July 2022. LinkedIn reports that job adverts in the UK that don't list a degree requirement have increased by 90%. And globally, recruiters are increasingly searching for candidates based on skills rather than degrees. Major companies such as IBM, Google and Tesla are among those hiring more based on skills over qualifications. And 75 percent of recruiting professionals anticipate skills first hiring will become a priority for their company over the next 18 months. By the end of 2023, 39% of global knowledge workers will work hybrid, up from 37% in 2022, according to research firm Gartner. The hybrid work trend will be more pronounced in the U.S., with 51% of knowledge workers projected to work hybrid and 20% to work fully remote in 2023. Why do we care? Surveys of sentiment are lagging indicators. We're watching the trend, which is up in SMB and broad opinion, rather than dwelling on the specific numbers. That's not aligned with labor's perception. I'm focused on the disconnect as the real insight. Perception is messy, and that's problematic. Employment reality looks messy, too, with more creativity in looking for workers and more diverse working situations. Now, why care? You don't have to solve the problem for everyone, just for your organization and your customers. Don't expect it to be solved in the same way for everyone. When we look at tech hiring specifically, CompTIA's analysis of July employment figures from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that tech sector companies have increased their staffing by 5,432 employees in July, and the national tech unemployment rate fell back to 1.8 percent, the lowest rate in six months. However, job posting volumes year to date have eased relative to last year's record highs which is not unexpected, and AI hiring remains a relatively small percentage of tech hiring activity. A survey of 8,400 executives, professionals, and office workers conducted by Avanti found that one in four IT professionals are considering quitting their jobs in the next six months due to heavy workloads, stress, and isolation associated with remote work. The report also estimates that there has been a 73% increase in IT workloads due to hybrid or remote working, and at least one in four professionals is suffering from burnout. IT professionals are also 2.5 times more likely to work longer hours when working remotely. And despite these challenges, most IT professionals, at 84%, want to continue to work remotely at least some of the time. And despite this, tech firms are posting fewer all-remote job listings, with the share of fully remote positions declining to 18.6% in May from a post-pandemic peak of 24% in August 2022, according to research by JLL and labor analytics firm Lightcast. According to the annual Computer Weekly Tech Target IT Salary Survey, 67% of tech workers in the UK believe recruiting women into the tech sector could help to close long-standing IT skills gaps. Still, only 40% said their company has a plan to improve the gender split in their IT teams. Why do we care? The tech labor market is still tighter than the general one and is still intensely high-pressure. Meanwhile, employers are limiting their options in the net they cast for candidates and the way people work and who they go to find to work there. And in an environment where talent is limited and that talent wants both remote flexibility and diversity, organizations are investing in neither. So we care because those who do make this effort are rarer and positioned to be more successful. Sometimes the opportunity is just that obvious. In update news, the Vulnerability Disclosure Policy Platform, or VDP, an internal clearinghouse for cybersecurity vulnerabilities in the U.S. federal government, has received over 1,300 valid reports in its first 18 months with a rate of about 85% remediation. The program has saved as much as $4.35 million in estimated response and recovery efforts and has seen tremendous growth in onboarding 40 agency programs since its launch in July 2021. The VDP platform enables agencies to identify and address security vulnerabilities in their software systems before threat actors can exploit them and encourages researchers to report vulnerabilities. Why do we care? A disciplined approach to handling vulnerabilities exhibits results. Shocking, I know. I've discussed disclosures as a methodology before, and here's more data about it. Your takeaway? Push your vendors to engage in the practice, look for their programs, and choose who you do business with where this is a criteria. Eureka Process is now a Gazinta company. Eureka Process, the consulting team focused on you streamlining your MSP, is now part of Gazinta. The SaaS company focused on empathy and getting shit done quickly and correctly. What does that mean? First, Kazinta Mobius customers will get even better customer support for their products. The Eureka team will be looking at ways to deliver better customer support and give their thoughts on how to make the products better. It also means that you can come to Kazinta for more of your consulting needs when you want to own a business, not be owned by your business. Process consulting will give you the freedom you need. Visit gazinta.com/slash eureka to learn more. Thanks for listening. Today, National Bowtie Day. So a nod out to Seth Robinson from comptia who I know always sports that look. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under Ethics Guidelines, posted at Businessof.tech. Like the content. Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.